Hello and welcome everyone and welcome to the new season. Today we will talk about some TV shows all on Netflix that can help you improve your English for pre-intermediate learners and intermediate and how you can watch them to learn English. We'll also have a little catch up with me. I haven't seen you in six weeks so I'll let you know how I've been doing and what I've been up to. Welcome to Simple English Listening. On this channel, I speak about different topics in simpler English. It's perfect for pre-intermediate and intermediate English learners. On this channel, we learn by using a learning style called comprehensible input. This learning style was first introduced in 1977 by Professor Stephen Krashen. He says that the quickest way to learn a new language is to listen to and to read as much language as possible, which is just one level, one level above your level. So you should understand about 70 or 80 percent or more of the language. This way, by listening to and reading English that you mostly understand, you are able to pick up and learn the maximum amount of new language naturally. This is how we learn on this channel. Also, if you want the transcript for this podcast so you can read along with me, I have put the link for the transcript in the description and on the Simple English Listening Facebook page. Reading along whilst listening to me is the best way to pick up as much new language as possible. And remember, on the CastBox app, on CastBox, you can also change the speed of this podcast to make it easier for you to understand. We have podcasts every Sunday and every third Sunday. We have a special video podcast on YouTube. Okay, so what are the best English language TV shows to help pre-intermediate learners? I have chosen four or five for you today, for you now. I'll share with you these ideas. I'll also make a YouTube video once I've found some more. Something like top seven TV shows for pre-intermediate learners. I'll, I'll call it something like that. First, what makes a good TV show for English learners? We must first have some specifications. I've looked for these specifications for finding TV shows. Okay, A. They should have simpler vocabulary. Vocabulary that we use every day. In some shows, the vocabulary is too specific. For example, Gordon Ramsay's Hell's Kitchen is too focused on food vocabulary. Uh, the Big Bang Theory, in my opinion, is not so good because it's too focused on higher level, more formal language because they're trying to sound clever and uses too much vocabulary related to science, right? What you want for pre-intermediate learners is to watch shows with everyday, conversational, simpler vocabulary. B. For pre-intermediate level, 
the show should be American. The reason for this is that Americans speak much more straight and directly. On the other hand, British English TV uses much more informal language, slang, idioms, more difficult expressions, more metaphors and abstract language. And one reason American TV show shows have simpler language is because I feel they are also written for a more worldwide and global audience. Also, the American accent is easier to understand. The sounds are clearer, and they usually speak a bit louder and more from the nose. Like, hey man, I'm American and I speak more from the nose. <laughs> However, British people, the sound comes more from the chest, like me, which sounds less clear and a bit quieter. And also they mumble their words a bit when they talk and their mouths are a bit more closed and they speak through their teeth more often. I'm British. I know these things. And I'm also Canadian, a dual citizen, two passports. So I've spent lots of time in Canada and in England. So Canada has the American accent. <laughs> so I'd suggest come back to British TV when you get to upper intermediate level or above. It'll be better for you then. Because remember, you must understand most of what you watch. See, there must be lots of dialogue. Dialogue means, means speaking, the script. In some TV shows, there isn't much talking. They are more about what you see with amazing cinematography, great big landscapes such as nature and wildlife documentaries. And yeah, documentaries. The language would be too difficult for pre-intermediate learners. So you don't want that. You want things with lots of dialogue, lots of speaking. D. The TV show must follow the comprehensible input rules, which means find shows that are interesting for you and where you understand at least 70 or 80 percent of what's happening. If you don't understand this much, find simpler shows. Even go to cartoons and Pixar if you need to. Pixar movies such as Up, Zootopia, Inside Out, Finding Nemo. E. I've mostly chosen shows where you can watch any episode. The storyline throughout the whole season isn't that important. This way, if you get lost and you don't know what's happening, then it doesn't matter because in the next episode, there's mostly a new storyline. So yeah, it doesn't matter if you get lost. F. There has to be lots of visual elements. Visual, meaning things you can see, that you can see that help you understand what is happening. Okay, so with all these specifications in mind, here are my chosen shows for you. By the way, I had to watch about 20 different shows on Netflix as the research for this podcast, recommended to me by various English teacher friends. And yes, all of these shows are on Netflix. Well, in Vietnam, anyways, where I live. 
because over 190 countries have Netflix and over 200 million people have Netflix accounts. Okay, my first recommendation for pre-intermediate learners is drumroll. Love is Blind. It's a reality TV show. In this show, people have to go on dates and try to find a romantic partner to get married with. But all of these dates are behind a thin wall. So the man and woman cannot see each other. But if one of them asks the other to get married and they say yes, so if they get engaged, engaged, then after they agree to marry, once they're engaged, they can finally see each other for the first time. So the first time they see each other is once they are already engaged. Oh my God, how exciting. The first five minutes, maybe listen to it in your own language so you understand the concept of the show. And then after five minutes, go to English audio and English subtitles. The language is very conversational, very useful, lots of everyday questions because they are on dates, getting to know each other for lots of the show. Another show for pre-intermediate is Brooklyn 99. This is a simple sitcom about a police force. It's easy to watch and easy to follow what's happening. Next, for pre-intermediate, is a show called Modern Family. This is another American sitcom. Sitcom meaning, meaning a comedy drama series. This follows the adventures of three families. It's very much for an international audience. Lots of the dialogue is spoken by the kids, the children. So the language is usually simple and the actions are very visual. Next, for intermediate learners, the classic Friends, the 1990s classic. In my opinion, the dialogue isn't quite as simple as the previous three shows I've recommended. And there are less visual elements than the previous three. But you should still try it and see what you think. I know that many English learners really enjoy this show and the language is quite simple overall. My final recommendation for today is called How I Met Your Mother. How I Met Your Mother. Another sitcom, basic, conversational, everyday vocabulary. It's charming, sweet and a romantic comedy. In my research, I found one final show, but I hesitate to recommend it to you. It's uh, Keeping Up with the Kardashians. I mean, Kim Kardashian is, of course, very famous. She's married to R. Kelly, I do believe. I mean, yeah, it's very conversational, and much of it is comprehensible language, but <laughs> to be... <laughs> To be honest, I could feel myself losing some of my intelligence while watching it and becoming more 2D, more two-dimensional. And I found myself suddenly wondering if I myself should get a fake 
tan and open a cosmetics shop. I just had to switch it off, to be honest. <laughs> Feel free to try it, I guess, intermediate level. It's just not my cup of tea, as an idiom for you. It's not my kind of show. Okay, anyway, those are my current TV shows that I recommend for pre-intermediate English learners. So a quick recap. For pre-intermediate learners, we have Love is Blind, Brooklyn 99, and Modern Family. And a little bit more challenging than those, we have Friends and Modern Family. Oh yeah, and how should you watch these? I suggest watching them with both English audio and subtitles. This way you'll be exposed to more language and you'll have the opportunity to take in and to absorb more language. If you really like the show and you want to watch it twice, feel free to watch it first with subtitles in your native language then the second time, use English subtitles. Don't worry too much if you don't understand everything. The shows that I've recommended are quite light-hearted sitcoms and reality TV, so it doesn't really matter if you don't understand everything. What's more important is you enjoy it, and don't put too much pressure on yourself to understand everything. Okay, next, my friends, what have I been up to in the six weeks since we last spoke? I've been organising moving to a new city. I am moving to the beautiful coastal city of Da Nang, from where I live currently in Hanoi, which is the cap capital of Vietnam. Coastal is an adjective meaning on the coast, next to the ocean, I have organised my flight there, my accommodation, a moving van to take my possessions, and I've organised leaving my apartment in Hanoi. Last week, I left my job in Hanoi of the last four years. Four years is the longest I've ever worked at one company. I left my job at the Korean International School here in Hanoi. I left it last week. I had to give a goodbye speech say goodbye to my students, they gave me flowers, you know, that kind of thing. And the last six days I took a break and I travelled around some of the lesser-known coastal towns of Vietnam. Because we can't leave the country of Vietnam right now because of COVID-19, it makes you think more creatively about where to go in your own country, I went to an area that nobody I know here has ever been to before. An area where not many foreigners go. But some Vietnamese friends told me this province is the most beautiful, has the most beautiful beaches in all of Vietnam. So I went there to check it out. I rented a motorbike and I drove up the coast, passing some lovely towns, small fishing villages, where people have a very natural way of life. There were many big, deserted beaches, very big, beautiful and clean, oh, deserted, 
deserted means not many people were there. The beaches were mostly completely empty of other people. So there were deserted beaches with many, you know, tropical trees and palm trees that have coconuts growing on them. When I drove past the locals on my bike, I could see in the expression on their faces that they hadn't seen a foreigner like me for a very long time. I think because there have been no tourists in Vietnam for about eight months now. So the locals seemed a little bit surprised to see me. And the children would say, hello, 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 obsessively waving with both of their hands and sometimes like running after my motorbike a little bit, just shouting and waving hello. I flew into a town called Toi Hua and drove up the coast to the town Quignon, which was great. So Quignon is more popular for expats and tourists. But yeah, like the, the province Fu Yen which is underneath Cunyon. Yeah, not many people go there at all. Okay, so next week we'll discuss what President Biden will do. What are his aims and goals for his next four years as the US president? We'll also be joined by my lovely co-host Chloe, who will tell us some stories, all in pre-intermediate level English. Please subscribe to this podcast to help it grow and so the algorithm picks it up and shares it with more people. And please share it on social media, by email, with anyone who you think may benefit. And don't forget to join the Simple English Listening Facebook page where I post all new releases and feel free to add your email to my mailing list on simpleenglishlistening.com. It's a new website which I'm currently making. Soon I'll have lots of educational and interesting English learning resources on there for you. Okay guys, lots of love and it's good to be back and see you next week. Okay, ciao.